Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Another episode of Biz Tip Friday. Today, I want to answer the question, should you be leading with your product or your business opportunity? This is one of the ones I get asked probably the most from people. So I figured, hey, I don't know that we've really addressed this topic. So let's turn it into a Biz Tip Friday episode. So in order to do this, I'm going to just kind of get right into it here. In order to do this, I want to actually break my answer down into two different categories of people. I want to talk first about brand new people just starting out. And then I want to address the question with really kind of everybody else, right? So I consider a new person somebody within their first 30 days, let's say. And then anything outside of that 30-day period is that everyone else category. Now, I used to be of the school of thought. I kind of changed my position on this over the last couple of years. I used to be of the school of thought that when you get a new person started, it's best to have them kind of do both, share the products and the business, right? Identify your top business prospects, identify your top potential customers, and kind of do both at the same time. And I'm not saying that that still can't be an effective way to approach your first initial couple of reach outs, but here's what I've just really come to realize. And I think we all kind of know this intuitively. It's a lot harder for somebody to get their first consultant, their first recruit, than it is their first customer. If a brand new person is spending more time on the recruiting process, the chances of their success are going to go down, at least starting out, and it's just delaying the amount of time that it could potentially take for them to see their first result, right? The recruiting process usually takes a lot longer than getting a customer. So I've really kind of shifted my mindset, and inside of our programs, one of the things that we teach our students when it comes to building your onboarding system, yes, I, I, if I was recruiting a new person today, I would still want to have them identify who their top business prospects are, but I would want them focusing in the very beginning on getting some easy wins by acquiring customers. So I believe that as a brand new person, it's a much better directive for them to go out reach out to their closest family and friends, people they have the best relationships with, the most trust, and get a couple of quick wins. Get a couple of product users. Because sometimes it's those first couple of customers that really give that new person the excitement and belief that they need to keep moving forward. But here's the other thing it does. Getting a couple of customers gives that consultant accountability now to not quit. Right, Because think of it, if, if I'm one of your best friends and I buy product off of you, I got 30 days worth of product, in your head you know that at the end of 30 days, I may be coming back to you to buy again. So you're at least sticking around long enough to see what happens and see if I like the product and if I want to buy again. So I just think like for a new person, I really would urge you to have them get those first couple of quick wins. Give them that confidence. Give them that belief. When they feel more confident and they're more excited, they're going to be more effective when it comes to actually sharing their business and trying to get recruits. So that's just a little bit of advice there. But I want to spend the majority of this uh, episode on kind of like everybody else. And here's my answer, okay? And and I'm going to qualify this. There's a couple of different layers to this. 
when it comes to leading business or opportunity, I honestly don't really think there is a right answer. I think you can do either effectively, but there's a number of different kind of things to consider. Here's the first one. What do you feel more comfortable doing? Right? Like, what do you feel more comfortable doing? If you feel more comfortable leading with the product, maybe because you've had some amazing, kind of life changing experience with the product and your story is such a compelling one that you just want to share it with everybody, then you're probably somebody that's going to lead most of the time with the product. Here's the thing you can still lead product and get customers and still be incredibly effective at building a team and transitioning some of those people into consultants. But here's the mistake a lot of people make. A lot of people that I know that lead product, maybe you're in a company that teaches you to do that, or that's just what you feel more passionate about. The reason why they struggle turning customers into consultants and getting people to want to build the business is because they lead with the product the wrong way. They fall into the trap of making themselves the expert, right? You, maybe you hear me talking so much about you know, don't be the expert, use third-party tools. When you're sharing your business, don't be the one explaining it and answering questions because that's going to chase people away because they're going to think they need to be a salesperson and it's going to take too much time, right? You've heard me talk about that. But then for some reason, that completely goes out the window when it comes to the product. We make ourselves the expert. We do all the explaining. We answer all the questions. We don't use any third-party tools. And, and I get it. It's just because you love the products and you want people to know about them. But here's the problem. At some point in the future, when you have that business conversation with your customer, what do you think they're going to think of when they answer the question, can I do this? They're going to think of the way that you got them to use the products. So if you're somebody that's leading with product, just make sure you're using third-party tools. You're doing your very best to not make yourself the expert because at some point you want to be able to point back to that person and say, look, think about all I did to get you to use the product. Yes, you can share your story. Yes, you can share your excitement and enthusiasm. But when it comes to giving the details, do the best to allow tools to do that for you, right? You can still lead product. You can still be in a company that's more customer focused and still be incredibly successful at turning those customers into consultants if you do it the right way. So that's one variable. Like, what do you, you know, what's your company teaching you to do? What do you feel more comfortable with? Here's the other thing that comes into consideration. What do you think the prospect may be more open to hearing about, okay? You may be talking to a prospect that's more business-minded that you just think having a business conversation with them would be more effective. Or maybe you're somebody that feels more comfortable talking about the business. Now, me personally, I will tell you, I've been in service companies and I've been in product companies. I've always been someone that was more, I just was naturally inclined to want to lead with the business. Maybe that's because I'm a guy, I don't know, but I know there's a lot of you, a lot of women out there that feel the same way, right? And I'm telling you, you can still lead with the business as long as you do it the right way and still be effective at getting customers. See, because here's the thing, think about it like this. If you decide to lead with the business, the product is a key determining factor in somebody actually saying yes, like you're not going to say yes to a business without learning about the products. So if I'm changing the order, if I'm leading business, the product is going to be a part of that conversation. It may just come down to me feeling more comfortable or passionate or excited talking about the, the benefits of building a network marketing business when it comes to passive residual income and it comes to leverage and time freedom. 
Look, it really boils down to what is the thing that you feel more comfortable leading with and what is the thing that the prospect, that you think the prospect would be more open to hearing about. Like, let's say, for example, maybe we take this on a case-by-case basis. Maybe you're in a, a company that has health supplements, nutritional supplements, and you're talking to a personal trainer. I know through experience, personal trainers are very busy people. They don't have a lot of free time. So I might think, knowing that, okay, I think if I could lead with the product with this particular person, maybe they'll see a better fit of having a product that they could consume and potentially share with their customers. That might be a more natural way for me to take them through the exposure process than me just straight up saying, hey, you need to do something else and you need to build this as a business, right? So you see what I'm saying here is there needs to be some flexibility in giving you different options. Now, there's an important lesson in that. You need to acknowledge the fact that there are different types of people on your team that are going to fall into these different categories. So if the only thing you're teaching your existing team, like that's everybody that's not a brand new person, if you're only teaching them this is the only way that we do it, you have to do it this way, and you're not giving them options, you're going against the psychology and the human nature of some people. See, to me, the best systems for training when it comes to prospecting and sharing your products in your business, you give people a little bit of flexibility to own the process, make it feel more authentic to them. So part of that means is that you should be coming up with training in both of these different areas. Yes, you could recommend, look, here's why we recommend doing this. But at the end of the day, you've got to do what you feel most comfortable with. Because look, if I'm in a company that just says, look, we just lead with the opportunity no matter what and I'm somebody that struggles with that for whatever reason, I'm not going to reach out to as many people as I could if you gave me the flexibility to determine which route I want to go. Or if you're in a company that says, we just lead product, I may have certain people that I don't think are good fits for the product that I don't reach out to that could be great potential leaders or business builders because I don't feel I have the flexibility to do that. So one of the things that I want you to just think about is is how are you directing the people on your team to do this? And how are you doing this in your own business? Maybe you've been torn on this topic before. My advice to you is this. You can do either and you can be totally effective. You could lead with the business, share a third-party tool about your company, about the benefits of building a business, and follow that right up with a third-party tool about your products or a testimonial, a product testimonial. It doesn't, in my mind, the order of it is less important as you doing something that you feel comfortable with, that's going to make you want to reach out to more people, and that you could be more excited in sharing, because if that is the place that you're sharing from and prospecting, you're always going to see more results. But I want to go back to what I also said earlier. I want to caution those of you, because I know there's a lot of you that are listening to this right now that I bet fall into this category. You've got tons of customers. You've done a great job with that, but you can't build a team for the life of you. And I'm telling you that there's only one reason why that happens is because in the process of leading with the product, you did it the wrong way. You made yourself the expert. You didn't use enough tools. And even though that person bought the product because maybe they needed the product, they don't see themselves doing what you're doing. So leading with product, totally fine. I think it's a great approach. I think there's more people in the world today that will feel more comfortable leading with product than they will business, but you must make sure you teach them the right way to lead with the product so that they could eventually convert some of those people into consultants. Not everybody, only a small percentage, but you don't need all of them 
So that's my kind of perspective on this. New people just starting out, I think, get them a couple of customers, quick wins, build that confidence and belief, build in some of that accountability. I can't go anywhere because my friends are using this stuff, so I got to at least stick around. But for everybody else on your team, give them some flexibility. You know, I, Look, I get it. Some of you might have a system. This is what we do. But consider that that might be limiting them in reaching out to certain people if you just would have said, look, here are some different options of how we can do this, allow them to do something that makes sense for them. So that's my advice for you in this area. Hope you got some value out of the episode. Hey, look, I love to hear from you. Reach out to me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Tell me, what do you do? Do you lead product? Do you lead opportunity? What's your experience been? What do you feel more comfortable doing? I'd love to get your feedback and hear from you and let me know what approach you normally take. So with that being said, thanks for being here, everybody. Hope you got a value out of today's episode. I'll see you next week on the next episode. 